Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Welcome back to Bring On The Weird. You're Elijah. That's me, and you're Will. That's me. What are we talking about today? <clears throat> well, I thought since we did something a little dark last last week, we would do something a little, well, I'd say a little more fun, maybe a little more obscure. What's well, uh, out What's that? It's out there. Yeah. And some of them, I don't know. But today we're going to do the alien races, the different alien races, the ET races, and whether they like us or they hate us. And from what I can tell, I don't think it's a hundred percent one way or the other. No. But unfortunately the ones that come here the most really don't like us, I don't think. <laughs> well, what are you drinking for this <clears throat> off world exploration? Well, I'm having a homegrown lager by Victory. Like yeah. I had I think it was the first episode. Could be. I think so. I'm drinking a bunch of vodka and a little pickle juice. It's green for the episode. Like little green men. Exactly. Now, what about them? Yeah, I didn't see much about them, actually. (laughs) I did see um, something about goblins. I saw something that maybe Bigfoot is an alien slash interdimensional being. I don't know. I'd like to think he was like an alien and kind of like Chewbacca. (laughs) But I I don't know if that's the case. I didn't see much about him. I didn't see any interviews with Chewbacca to find out. He's like, yeah, my dad, he's down there in uh, Oregon. Maybe it's his brother. Oh, oh, what was that Star Wars Christmas special? They had some really goofy names. Chewbacca has a wife and a kid and a mom and dad. Really? Was one of them named Bigfoot? No. Uh, Sasquatch? Maybe it was his uncle. Uncle Yeti. Uncle <laughs> Yeti. Are they the same thing? Yeti, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, are they all the same thing? Isn't a Yeti more like the Northern Asian, so Russian Sasquatch? They're you're, they're usually white, right? Yeah, but I mean they're basically the same thing, right? Except the, the Arctic Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. Like a polar bear and a grizzly bear. Right. Did you ever see the movie Smallfoot? I did see that movie. It was all right. I wasn't a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. But to eat their own, right? <laughs> <laughs> Has there been any been any accounts of smallfoots, bigfoots, yetis eating people? Well, there's a lot of smallfoots. We're considered the smallfoot. <laughs> well, that's right. I don't know. This episode is about aliens, guys. Oh, it used to be. <laughs> now we've turned it into a bigfoot episode. We'll get it back around. Probably. Well, I was doing our everybody's favorite website, Wikipedia. <laughs> And I just looked up list of alleged extraterrestrials, and the first one that came up was the Flatwoods Monster. And that is weird. There's not a whole lot to that one. I think these kids are just huffing some moonshine vapors. Uh, And where is that at? It was in West Virginia. Oh. (laughs) So, Clarksburg? No. That can't be right. Is that right? Might be. But this this was way, way before... Anything else could distract them. There's no TV, no nothing. It was 1952, so yeah. But the only fun thing they could do was huff moonshine vapors. Yeah. When did the uh, When did the government create LSD? Ooh. They might have had that then. <laughs> so they just sort of sprayed it in the air down in Braxton County, West Virginia. Yeah. What do you think chemtrails are, dude? LSD. It's making LSD. us all lose our minds. For the record, guys, I don't believe in chemtrails. So I don't want anyone to think I believe in chemtrails. These idiots. 
and their chemtrails. <laughs> Flatwoods. Well, anyway, that was that one, and there wasn't really much to that one except for somebody's fever dream. That, as far as I can tell, but the whole freaking town is just loaded with stuff about the Flatwoods monster. Really? But, yeah, they have a whole festival, and they got furniture made to look like the description of a Flatwoods monster. It's It looks like a good old time that I don't want to attend. Look, I saw on Wikipedia, I saw the drawing of that thing. I don't <laughs> want to celebrate that. It looks like a blob with a teardrop head or something. Mm-hmm. Like... Goofy looking claws. Yeah, I, what is it? Uh, who knows? I'm not. <laughs> it, that story didn't impress me. I wasn't too into it. What is it? A, the Flatwoods monster? E, is it an ET? Or is it just a monster or some species we haven't discovered yet? If it's even real. Well, I think this was the only time it was ever sighted. I don't think anybody else has ever seen it. The town was in an uproar. But besides that, oh, well, now it's in. Fallout 76, and it was in an episode of Project Blue Book, which I've yet to watch. Well, look, Fallout 76 was terrible. <laughs> so anything that was in that game is also terrible. So they put a Flatwoods monster in there. I'm out on that thing. <laughs> it's probably just glitching all over the place. All right, let's move on from the Flatwoods monster. What do you got? Well, I mean, do you want to get into everybody's favorite, the well, Grace? Yes. Now's a good time. <clears throat> well, the greys are, you know, what you typically see in movies. And typically when people get abducted, they talk about this little short gray thing with a big old, big old head and black eyes. <clears throat> it's actually the group of aliens who abducted Betty and Barney Hill in 1958. They're say, said to have no emotions and little regard for human life. So I'm going to go ahead and chalk them up to not friendly towards us at this point. Foes. <clears throat> it also says they feed, in quotes, off of human and animal vital fluids by rubbing a liquid protein, in quotes, formula on their bodies, which is then absorbed through the skin. Uh, okay, that's messed up. Well, does that harm people? Like, do they do they pull out enough of body fluids to... Oh, what was the term for that? Spirit cooking. Oh, <laughs> that's all it is. It's Podesta doing his spirit cooking because he did, he's a little scrawny. Oh man, I knew it. This all ties together. All conspiracies link at some point. We're already getting crossover <laughs> episodes. Can you believe it? It's amazing. We're less than a handful in, and we're already getting crossovers. <clears throat> so the grays they range from three and a half to four and a half feet tall on average. With skin colors from gray-white, gray-brown, gray-green, gray-blue. Little green men. Interesting. Uh, Aside from feeding off of human and animal proteins and fluids, they also allegedly feed off of the, quotes, life energy, the vital essence or soul energy of humans, as do other reptilian species. Uh, These guys are considered reptilian? (sighs) Well, I don't know, because I've seen... I don't know. Maybe we should just hold that till later. All right. Uh, but they come from the constellation Reticulum by the star Zeta II Reticuli, a planet. I, I saw this. A planet was discovered there and then suddenly taken off the list. Oh, Why? Okay. Because the Greys were like, yo, dude, we don't want them to know our address. <laughs> like, I mean, you can, I mean, you can know the city, but we don't want the address. We don't want them knowing the address. No P.O. Box. <clears throat> what was that? No P.O. Box. No. But that constellation, actually, it's pretty close. Um, approximately 40 light years, which, you know, in galactic terms, it's right around the corner. Yeah. It's like your neighbor from down the block. <laughs> so, I mean. But if we could travel at light speed, it would still take us 40 years to get there. A generation. I hope that's not. A, is that a generation? 40 years? 40 years. Sure, you can have kids in that time. And if things get a little wacky, you can get have, have grandkids in that time. Yeah, I guess. Is that how... I'm I'm spitballing, as we do, but I guess that's how a generation works, right? Or is I, it sooner than that? Like, Generation X is, what, 12 years or something? I honestly... I don't even know what I am. I think, technically, I'm considered a millennial. Could be. And I think I'm Generation X. I'm right behind you. Or ahead of you? Behind you? Wherever we're at. You're older than me. 
<laughs> 82 for me. 87, baby. 87. Is that the cutoff? Like somewhere in there, we go from Generation X to Millennial. I think I could be wrong. I think Millennials, it goes by their age. They have to be a certain age by the time of the millennia or under a certain age, but born. It, it, it's I don't know. I don't know either. You know, we have the Internet directly in front of us. Yeah. I mean, but does it really matter? Not really, no. No. We all know the baby boomers messed everything up, so... You can't say that. <laughs> that... That's our parents. <laughs> it's fine. They messed everything up. <laughs> <clears throat> but we're not talking about Generation X or <clears throat> the boomers. No. No, we... <laughs> we're way off. We're talking about Zeta Reticulans. Zeta yep. Rector Exploration. Which is ironic, because they're said to be the ones who are doing the cattle mutilations. The greys. And... When they do it, have you heard of the mutilations? They're putting, like, they're coring out the rectums of cows with, oh. like, six-inch wide precision, just coring it out. And then what? I I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with it. Does anyone know what they're doing with it, though? Probably making hot dogs. I think that's how we make hot dogs. <laughs> just coring it out. Yeah, they don't even... You think they're mixing stuff with it? No, we're just eating cored out cow bowls. <laughs> That's I mean, yeah, that is disgusting. And to be quite frank, I don't really have much more on the Greys. Oh. I mean, if I mean, if you don't know who the Greys are, just watch any of the X Files episodes. Any Alien movie except for Independence Day, they were different. And Arrival, they were different. And Prometheus was that an Alien movie? That was different. But a lot of them are the same. Um, at some point, we'll have to go down the rabbit hole of MJ-12. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a majestic 12, huh? Yes, sir. An exhort, an exhort, yeah. An organization that appears in UFO conspiracy theories. Yes. Anyway, we're not, we're not talking about them yet. That's for future. Any you gotta stay with us. And if you were a member of MJ-12, you can write us an email. <laughs> at bringontheweird at gmail.com tell us all about it and maybe we'll interview you <sighs> that would be awesome that would be awesome alright where do you want to go next if you think we're done with Grey's Anatomy I mean I'm done with Grey's there's not I mean they're, like I said they're the most popular they're the little grey men little green men and they have a very odd infatuation with the waste port on carbon based life forms also the tongues what yeah, they cut the tongues out of cows as well. Is that who the farmers are blaming it on? So, <clears throat> I don't know. But look, I mean, maybe the grays are just a little freaky. They like tongues. Oh. They take the buttholes. Oh. And they like to rub our, our essence all over their body. So so maybe maybe it's just these these guys are just the punk rockers of the gray race. They're just kicking it around the galaxy, rubbing their bits on everybody and... Yeah. Touch people in inappropriate places. That's it's possible, but I will tell you, once we move on from them, they do come back with another race. Oh man! At least in my notes. Oh man! Maybe two other races actually. What? Yeah. All right. So you want to go on from them? What do you think? Do you have anything else on them? Not not on the grades. No. Well, I say we move buttons. on. All right. Do you, what do you want to do next? What do you, you got? Oh. You want to do the Pleiadians? Let's do it. They're a good time. I think they're a real good time. I can't wait to hear about them. <laughs> so you know the when you look up at the stars and you see that cluster of stars, like you can't if you look directly at it, you can't quite see the whole thing. But if you kind of look away a little bit, there's just this weird cluster of stars all just kind of grouped up together. You can see six of them pretty much easily, but there's a seventh one too. Mm. Which direction am I looking? Uh, this cluster is just above Orion. Okay. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid, they called that cluster the Seven Sisters, even though you needed a telescope to see the seventh one. That is the Pleiades Star Cluster, and that's where the Pleiadians come from. Now, here's here's an interesting thing. Subaru is the Japanese word for Pleiades. And their company logo, an oval with six four-point stars, represents the Pleiades star cluster. 
So where's the seventh one? Uh, that one's hidden. It was the silent partner in this uh. merger of companies who created Subaru. The word also means united because the Subaru Corporation was swarmed by the merger of five companies. But as the five companies turn into a six-point star, minus one. <laughs> hmm. uh, the Pleiadians. Pleiadians, self-defined as a collective of multidimensional spirit beings from the Pleiades star system. The group's mission is to assist humanity with the process of spiritual transformation. Now, there's a couple of people, maybe there's more than a couple of people, that are trance channelers who speak for a group referring to themselves as the Pleiadians. Can you believe that? Uh, I'm sorry. So they're getting messages in their head and then they're... Telling us that it's Pleiadians? Yeah. And they hold these conferences. Uh, okay. Author okay. Barbara Marciniak. Does it, I mean, it kind of sounds like Maniac. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she's a trans channeler, and people will pay $29 a ticket to go see her stand on stage and talk about these Pleiadians giving her messages. She sounds like a party animal. What kind of messages is she getting? Any idea? Voicemails. <laughs> Voicemails. <laughs> um, hello, this is uh, Julie from the Red Cross. Uh, we need blood donations very badly in your area. If you could please come to a local Red Cross and donate blood today, we would love that. It's like that's Pleiadians. I knew it. Those punks. See, my problem with the Pleiadians, if they are channeling through people on Earth, then does that not break some sort of uh, free will? type thing, so on that alone, I would say you know, despite them preaching peace and bringing transformation to humans, that sounds a, just a tad bit on the sinister side. So that yeah, I see what you're saying. I don't know. I mean, all this stuff is hypothetical. Yeah. To us, anyway. We've never met them. If we met one, we might say, this is not hypothetical, this is for real. But, I don't know. I mean, would you call that messing with free will? Um, maybe it's just a suggestion. They're just channeling through these people. I don't know if they're if they're on the call the whole time. If like talking, have, talking yeah, through her. Yeah, constantly just talking. Like the Pleiadians go to dinner if they need to do that kind of thing. Pass the salt, please. And then she's just at home taking her shower, and suddenly she's got this dinner conversation in her head. Yeah, she's in the shower washing her hair. She's like, pass the salt. <laughs> Steak, medium rare. Watch the butthole. <laughs> no, that was the Greys, dude. Oh. Did the Pleiadians do that too? Uh, no, they're just they just hang out wherever they hang out, way way out there in the Pleiades cluster. I was trying to find. I thought I saved it. There's a whole. They are part of all kinds of cultures. There's myths from the ancient Greeks to uh, Egyptians, Norse mythologies, Asian cosmologies, the Native American Pleiades myths, they've touched everybody. They're like the Greys is out there touching everyone. <laughs> no? Any idea what the Pleiadians look like? The one thing here said they have a distinctive Nordic or Scandinavian appearance. They have 700 year lifespans, and while they are in evolutionary terms, still a work in progress, they are far more emotionally and spiritually developed than Earth humans. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I buy that one, man. Come on. They're not. You don't want them talking to people. No, I think it would be super cool. Look, I'm gonna go on a record right now with everyone listening. I 100% believe in aliens. <clears throat> well, yeah, sure. It can't just be lights out there. No. As big as the universe is, there's something out there, and I think they've been here, and I think it's possible they are here, but I don't know. If I believe in something that is that far away. How far away is that? That uh, Pleiades cluster? Yeah. Far. Yeah, but I think of like Baltimore is far. <laughs> it's a tad further than that. Oh, it's actually, oh man, it's, it's real close. 17 and a half light years. What? Yeah. That's closer than the Greys. Yeah, or the Pleiades and the Milky Way. This is. I just don't know. I mean, so they're. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's the radius of the Pleiades cluster. Oh. No, sorry. Wow. That was another significantly further than that. Distance to Earth, 444.2 light years. 
It is 17 and a half light years across. Okay. So, I mean... Feel better about that? But somehow they are warp driving these thoughts to 40-year-old women on Earth from 444 light years away? Well, it's just a postcard. They're sending her a postcard and saying, hey, tell them this. Uh, tell, them, tell them we're nice. Uh, we will not anal probe you. Here. Here, I got a message for you from the Pleiadians. Through, oh, you got one. Yeah, fr- through Barbara Marciniak. Oh, I thought it came to your head. <laughs> Maybe after this one. I need, I need to drink I was excited. more. I need to drink more pickle juice and vodka to get a little <laughs> message. Who, who taught you that recipe? Was oh. it the Greys, Pleiadians? <laughs> the Green Men. The Martians. Oh, why are they green? Can they be red? Mars attacked, and they gave me pickle juice and vodka. <laughs> Please listen to the message from the Pleiadians. You are living in a time when opportunities for self-empowerment, expanded awareness, and spiritual growth appear to be unlimited. That's it. That's it. You feel better about that? That's just you gotta you gotta work it work through it yourself. You know they sound sort of similar to a race I have later on. We're gonna talk about NASCAR. Uh, Grand Prix. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of a Mario so. Number twenty four, Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon, he's the best. <laughs> uh the Greys race in Ascar. They do. <clears throat> yeah. What number are they? <laughs> well two. Uh Rosetta oh. Reticuli two. <laughs> they tend to go through two. <laughs> and uh usually Zeta when... two reticuli, not Zeta Reticuli two. Oh, I thought you were making a, a reference to poop. No. I should have. <laughs> Damn it, I missed that. I was going to say zero because when they're done, it's a big old O. Jeez. <laughs> um, so if you want, you can get a subscription to the Palladian Times by Barbara. But that's not necessary. The Palladians seem like they're mostly peaceful, but sending these crazy thoughts. Like, Is it always on? Can she just have a moment to herself? I don't know if she's the only one that gets messages from the Palladians. Hey, what is she... It- you think she's ever just driving down the road and they're like, and you know, and she was like, uh, you know, I'm doing really good on my diet today. And then she pulls into McDonald's and gets a Big Mac and she's like, oh, the Pleiadians told me to do it. <laughs> I had to do it. They it told me sense. and I couldn't control myself. <laughs> you think they control her too or just send her messages? Well, could, if they sent severe suggestions, could they be like that suggestive? They just plant this thought in her head. They just keep whispering it to her while she's sleeping. Do they know when she's sleeping? They're Santa Claus. They know when you're sleeping. Ooh, maybe that's who Santa Claus is. The Pleiadians. He's a Pleiadian. And the elves are the greys. It's all coming together. Look, we're busting down walls here, man. (laughs) We're finding the facts. We're bringing them to you. (laughs) We just solved the case. Here we go. Somehow, somehow we know that the Pleiadians are our far-distant first cousins and ancestral forebearers, and there's a claim that the Pleiadians have been visiting Earth for at least 79,743 years. Can you dig it? I don't know, man, because you see some of the hieroglyphs and stuff like that, and clearly they've seen some stuff come down from the sky. Sure seems like it. So... Have you looked into the the, uh, Gnostic texts? Uh briefly but not enough that i could even speak of it right now uh well that has to do with a, another race that well, you can we can get into them if you want can i take a guess sure is it gonna be the anunnaki mm, that's not the one i have i don't oh, know uh-uh. i have uh the archons archons <sighs> i did not get that? the archons at all oh no. then you must be suffering are you being controlled by the forces of anti-awakening I think so. I'm just a sheep. You're woke. Yeah. Uh, I I don't want to be woke. Sometimes I want to be asleep. Not be. I want to be super woke. You want to send messages back to the Pleiadians? Yeah, I probably could because my brain's super big. Super woke. You know. Yeah, I'm super smart. But tell me about the Anunnaki. Tell you about them? Yeah. I ain't got That's... nothing. <clears throat> you got nothing on them? Well, not enough. Well, so I guess they first came up with the Sumerians. Those silly bastards. (laughs) They tell us that the Anunnaki had helpers that often performed such tasks as flying their craft, helping their miscellaneous needs, or whatever. 
But in 1976, uh, yeah, the book The 12th Planet by Russian-American author Zechariah Sitchin. I don't know if you've heard that name before, but he's big. He claimed that the Anunnaki were actually a race of extraterrestrial beings from an undiscovered planet, Nibiru. Nibiru. And I'm pretty sure that's also Planet X, right? I have no idea. I think you don't know about Planet X? I know about Planet X, but I never knew it was Nibiru. Well, it apparently has a 3,600-year elliptical orbit. Yeah. Uh, They came to Earth around 500,000 years ago in order to mine gold. According to Sitchin, the Anunnaki genetically engineered Homo erectus to create modern humans to work as their slaves. That checks out. Now, this Zechariah Sitchin guy, I'm pretty sure people are like, this dude, he's a lunatic. Uh, This guy, Ronald H. Fritz, writes Uh, that. Do you know that? No, but the name Fritz, dude. He, he's already on the Fritz. Well, he's a big, I, he's a skeptic of Sitchin. Oh. Mm. He writes, according to Sitchin, the Anunnaki built the pyramids and all the other monumental structures from around the world that ancient astronaut theorists consider so impossible to build without highly advanced technologies. That was the Anunnaki. That was the Anunnaki. <clears throat> but they also had helpers. Remember me saying that? They made people to mine the gold. Well, I don't know. I saw something that said the Sumerians directly explained that these helpers were not alive, but acted as so. So is it possible that the greys were created by the Anunnaki as watchers to oversee their experiments here on Earth? Oh, man. Well, how far is Nibiru then? Uh, Well, Nibiru or Nibiru or Planet X or... was supposed to come through, and I think it was 2012. I think that was what was supposed to the end it for all of us. Oh, even more connections are being made. But I got another race later on that might have saved us. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, it all ties <laughs> together, man. The story goes so deep. I don't know. I, I mean, the Anunnaki, I didn't really do a lot on them either because they're just, to me, you see them in, like, old texts and old pictures and stuff like that. And they just looked like really tall people <laughs> that that they cons- considered gods. If, I mean, if you look at Sumerian texts and stuff like that, they just look like tall people to me. Are they? They never consider them like Nordic people, though. I never saw anything that said they were considered Nordic. Okay, because there's another humanoid type alien. Uh, humanoids with stereotypical Nordic features: tall, blonde hair, blue eyes. Very tall. These guys aren't that tall. The Nordics, six to seven feet tall? That's pretty tall to me. Well, <laughs> yeah, but they're not like, oh, my God, towering. You see, no, yeah, I mean, they're they not like, like they're. Actually, I did see something that said the Anunnaki might have been, could have been up to. Nope, that's a different race. I don't have notes for it anyway. That was the the L's. It could have been like 12 feet tall. Anyway, proceed with the Nordics. Oh, I'm just saying, I was wondering if they were related to, if if the Anunnaki were that sounds Native American, American indigenous peoples. I'm trying to be politically correct. I don't know. But I do know as soon as this episode goes live, George Sukalos is going to come at us so hard because we butchered this ancient alien stuff. George Sukalos? Yeah. You know, He's you a- hit him up? We can hit him up for a review of the episode. What do you think? We can try to get an interview with him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but we could see if he just wants to review this episode and tell us. He's going to say, you guys are idiots. <laughs> That's not even his accent. That was so off. George so, Dos Locos. We kind of have the same hair. I mean, not I don't have it right now, but I can do my hair just like that. <laughs> can you? Yeah, you never seen it? No, I, I wasn't looking him up. I was digging deeper into the Anunnaki. Mm. What's his name? George Dos Locos. Dos Equis? Not Dos Equis. Oh. Wonder if we can get a sponsor from them. Yeah, maybe. The most interesting man in the world. What's the guy's name? George what? Sukulos, dude, from Ancient Aliens. Oh that the guy, uh, Yeah, the guy you see all the time on memes that says, I'm not saying it's aliens, but it aliens. <laughs> that guy. That guy. I don't even know how to spell his name. I don't know. It's like a T S something. Uh, t- what? <laughs> I spelled it so bad, Google's like, Did you mean George Schools? <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I didn't. Forget it. I know who you're talking about. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, so the Anunnaki, I don't I don't really know what else to say about them either. I Is there uh, an origin to their whoever they speak to or through on Earth? It it does sound Native American that that name. Do you know well, what I mean? I think the Sumerians were the first ones. Yeah, you did say that. Never mind. To bring them up, yeah. But it's just all pictures like a, of like like Egyptian, Mesopotamian, that kind of stuff. Yeah, just like sort of tall guys. And from what I saw, it didn't look like they were doing anything spectacular. So, huh? All right, they're just kind of there and just kind of persuaded the Sumerians to go ahead and pursue different things. Uh, I did see that they, so they live on Nibiru. They put us here. They hop back on their planet. And when their planet comes back around, they're going to come get us. Like we're their slaves. Yeah, but didn't they come back around in 2012? Is that what you said? Well, they, I mean, I don't think so. Because if they did, their orbit would allegedly disrupt our whole solar system. They're bringing the planet, whole planet back? Yeah, they're coming back with the whole planet. Because it makes more sense. It's a 3,600-year orbit. Oh. So when you get closer, then you launch off the planet. That's what you mean. Yeah, they don't have hybrids. they got to save their gas money. <laughs> so when they get closer, they that's when they dinosaur. launch. They didn't have dinosaurs on Nibiru, so they so, can't. Hmm. Their, car, their vehicles aren't powered by recycled dinosaurs. So do you think they started with steam power? What's their planet made out of? Where is it going? Like, does it have... All right, I have too many questions. I know. We're already the sun every thirty six hundred years. So there was a there was a warning that it would collide on Earth, with Earth in two thousand three. That's not when the Heaven's Gate cult thing happened, was it? No, I don't think so. I think after a collision for a year, the date was moved back to twenty twelve, and it still didn't didn't happen. But you said you have you have a pretty good idea why it didn't happen. Did you say that? Me? Yeah. I don't think so. Did you say that? We were saved. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll let you know <laughs> by the end. Okay. It, it's a, it's an out there theory and involves another race. Do you want to move on to that race? You want to go right to that race or you want to? So I have, I mean, we didn't talk about the Nordics and we didn't talk about the other very, very popular race that you had texted me about. The Archons. Mm, close. The Reptilians. Correct. Well, if the Anunnaki are related to the Nordics, go on with the Nordics. So they're six to seven feet tall, blonde, blue eyes, fair skin. Sounds, uh, like, was that? sounds, like, sounds like a fine group of people. Yeah, it sounds like what Hitler wanted, right? <gasps> are we getting into that? Not yet. <laughs> actually, not in this episode at all. But actually, you know what? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> so... They're a human-like species who first began appearing to contactees in the 50s, okay. claiming to be from the planet Venus and later the Pleiades star cluster. Oh. Whether either... Was that? It's all coming back around. Uh, I know. Whether either is the origin planet or system of the Nordics is debatable, and it's possible they wish to keep their true home a secret for security reasons. Now, so... <clears throat> It's pretty interesting because it says they claim to be from the planet Venus. Okay. And I didn't – there's also another species called the Venusians, which are from the planet Venus. And Makes sense. We're, we're not going to dig into it right now, but there was apparently a E.T. named Valiant Thor who was a Venusian. And he was purple – purplish. He was – he had a hue of purple to his skin, and he helped the government. And I believe that was in the 50s. And this says that we began contact with them in the 50s. But that was post-Hitler and all that. Yeah, but, my, I mean, my point being, Valiant Thor, there's pictures of Valiant Thor. And so these Nordics claimed, originally claimed to be from Venus and then later Pleiades. Okay. So are they Venusians? Are they Nordics? Is it all BS? Sounds like another group that wants to, that doesn't want anybody to have their P.O. Box number. Yep. <clears throat> uh, so, it, although generally considered to be a benevolent species, there is a possibility that the real society 
was influenced by Nordics. Now, the Vril Society, Hitler was infatuated with. So it does kind of go back to Hitler. Um, So, oh, this is weird. This doesn't make sense. Oh, okay. They tend to have blonde to reddish hair, blue or green eyes, and stand anywhere from five to seven feet tall. Some claim that Nordics lack irises and wear contact lenses to blend in when visiting our planet. Whoa. So I said six to seven feet tall originally. So I was close. <laughs> so, <laughs> they do have lower than the average human. Yeah. They do have a spherical to cigar-shaped craft, allegedly. Really? Yeah. And do you remember recently that cigar-shaped, what was it, uh, a muamua? Yes. Mm-hmm. Pretty uh-huh. interesting, right? Uh-huh. So maybe they're coming back. Except you know, I think that I think that thing is gone. Um. Uh. Yeah, we haven't heard about that in a while, and maybe that's for a reason. Uh, I think it whipped around the sun and went bye. No, uh, maybe it whipped around the sun, went out to, came back up this way, whipped around the moon, landed on the dark side of the moon. Now China's out there talking to him. Is it? Where's that Valiant Four guy? Where is he at? <clears throat> but the Nordics, they're concerned with the spiritual evolution of humanity. And often remind contes, contes, contactees that we are closely related to them, albeit humans are at a lesser development stage. So that also sounds like the Pleiadians, huh. right? Then they say that they were our first cousins. Yes. So these are like developing into them, something like that. They're trying to help us transform. Right. So they, the Nordics sound like a pretty non-hostile group as well. Well, they did abduct somebody. Damn it. But they were not mean to him. And this somebody is very, very, very famous for his abduction. Oh, really? Yep. Mr. Travis Walton, the movie Fire in the Sky. Yes. About him. Mm. Okay. Uh, he was working as a logger in Arizona when he came across a hovering alien craft with his lumber crew. And he was knocked unconscious by a beam of light emanating from the object. He was taken aboard where he encountered several types of beings, including a Nordic-like race of tall, white humanoids. The craft released him after five days, and the subsequent journey, or subsequent story, became a new sensation. Walton shared his experiences in his book, The Walton Experience, which became the basis for the 1993 film, Fire in the Sky. Oh, man. Those are the Nordic ones. Yeah, the, the Travis Walton thing, we could probably do an episode on Travis Walton alone man um but so actually one more point i have here about the nordics okay in february of 1954 is rumored that eisenhower had a secret meeting with them at edwards air force base the meeting involved us deactivating our nuclear arsenal in exchange for technology no apparent No apparent agreement was made, as it was later said that Eisenhower entered into an agreement with the Greys to receive technology and keep our nuclear arsenal. All the Greys wanted was to be able to abduct us for an experimentation. And Eisenhower said, yeah, no problem, as long as we get to keep our nukes. Wasn't there another race of aliens that said, uh, you need to get rid of your nukes if we're going to help you? I did not come across that. I, I mean... I believe that's the general consensus with a lot of the ones that want to help us. Was that the series? I don't have too much on them because it's only like one dude who wrote some story about the series. I don't know. I don't know anything about them. But there was another group. I can't. I'm pretty sure it was a series. And they went to Eisenhower and said, all right, get rid of your nukes and then we can help you transform. We can help you evolve into more technology, better peoples. No, we're not getting rid of our nukes. Look, you take your technology somewhere else, buddy. If that is true, I mean, who knows? We could be like cruising around and flying cars and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, but they're like, like, you know, they were like, nah, we need our nukes. Nukes won't even work in space. No, no, they won't. You need a shockwave and all that. You, right. you need an atmosphere. Yeah, you need an atmosphere to contain the shockwave to move the shockwave around to create the destruction. Up there, to just boop, and there's not going to yeah. be anything out there. It's like a stick of dynamite up there. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it hits, it might have some 
concussive force, but then it's just going to dissipate into nothingness because there is nothing for it to travel through. There's no atmosphere, nothing else. Unless it's all water up there above the firmament, then it could be a shockwave through the water. <laughs> yes. Tsunami. Yikes. Through the firmament. There's an awful lot of non... Uh, there's an awful lot of extraterrestrial stuff to even... I don't know. I, I don't think there's a firmament. I think there's a... I'm pretty sure there's more out there beyond what is considered the firmament. Ladies and gentlemen, he's going on the record saying he does not believe in flat earth. <laughs> So That's all right. the flat earthers will attack him now. <laughs> Bring it. We'll go yeah, check out the ice wall together. They're right? gonna throw you. They're gonna throw you off the edge, dude. They're gonna take you there. I was gonna say down there, but it's not down. It's all there. The circle, right? Well, they're gonna take you there and throw you off the edge. And then I'll be woke. Well, for like <laughs> how long? I like what's over the, the edge? Thing and then nothing. Isn't it sitting on a turtle shell or something? <laughs> Turtles all the way down. Hmm. So the Nordics, that's cool. Yeah, and <clears throat> I didn't realize how much they sound like the Pleiadians. Ple- what is it? Pleiadians? Pleiadians. Pleiadians. That's how I'm pronouncing it. That's how my mouth works. There are some words that uh, we don't have the right shape of tongues to pronounce. Like most alien languages. <laughs> Pretty much. You want to talk about the Archons? Yeah, I don't know anything about them. Let's hear it. This is That was my thing I've been... Saying every once in a while, are you being controlled by the forces of anti-awakening? Because that's the Archons doing what they do. Really? They're trying to keep us asleep? Yes. Oh, they sound evil. Right? That's them. They have been... The Gnostics were adherents of an ancient mystical faith who suffered intense persecution at the hands of the early Christians who deemed their beliefs as heretical. Today, this faith is best known for its assimilation into certain Christian scriptures, most notably the Gospel of John and the Book of Revelation. So that's that's where they stem from. So are they demons? Uh, I think the reptilians are more demonic than these guys, but these guys are no angels in the outfield. What a great movie. <laughs> Let's see. I'll just read you this quote from uh, Disclose.tv. Yes, it was. According to the ancient Gnostic texts, these aliens are considerably more ancient than the human race. In fact, they predate the existence of the solar system itself. These aliens, which the Gnostics referred to as the Archons, were said to inhabit this solar system but were not capable of actually penetrating Earth. However, despite the fact that they cannot physically manifest on this planet, they are still capable of having an impact on the behavior of human beings. The Archons are said to be an incredibly powerful alien race who can affect human beings in mass with subliminal messages which can alter consciousness. According to the Gnostics, it was this subliminal conditioning that led to the creation of all the major ideologies on Earth, including all of the religious doctrine. So, they sound like the Pleiadians, but with a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, like the bad guys. Yeah. You know, it almost... So it almost sounds to me like, going by the Bible, the Pleiadians... Pleiadians? I, I, I cannot say it. Pleiadians. Pleiadians are like what angels would be. And the archons are like what the demons would be. Right. Let's see. Here's another. That's and, interesting. Uh, going to mess up this word. Monarchism. The archons are the rulers of a realm within the kingdom of darkness who together make up the prince of darkness. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> so, yep. That's exactly what it sounds like. But they sound a lot like reptilians in my eyes. Right. Or in my so ears. They might. Well, I don't know if the reptilians can shapeshift into something like that, but the reptilians are shapeshifters. Did you know Justin Bieber is a reptilian? Do you want to wanna jump into the reptilians? I don't think I have too much else on the uh, Archons, except they're like, oh, here we go, Fallen Angels. Yeah. I have... Uh, a list of descriptions to look for in reptilians. Do you want to hear those? Yes, I do. I need to know what to look out for. Here we go. Ready? Mm-hmm. Predominance of green or hazel eyes that change color like the chameleon, but also blue blue eyes. I have green eyes. True red or reddish hair. Okay. I was, I was getting real scared. But do you have predominance of green or hazel that change color like a chameleon? Years kind of shift. Uh, well, some, they're green and sometimes they look hazel. 
that's exactly how one of my daughters has. Just like that. They kind of like, shift. Uh, but you don't have I, red hair. She doesn't have red hair. No, but if I am ret- reptilian, i got to figure out how to use this power. <laughs> right? Is that what we're doing here? This is all... <laughs> That was mine. <laughs> that was uh, that was too good. I almost believed you for a second. How's your blood pressure? It's actually it's a little bit higher than a human. Oh, okay. Because that's uh one of the features is low blood pressure. That's what I meant. <laughs> well, consider- I thought I, I thought I read it was higher. <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm always cold unless I go out in the sun. Uh huh. Well, we'll go down all of these and see if you need any of these. I hope not. Actually, I hope I am one. Unless those glasses are fake, keen sight or hearing is another feature of reptilians. I'm out because I can't hear anything and my eyes are terrible. <laughs> so, <laughs> How's your ESP? It's probably good. <laughs> Whoa, I feel like I'm transforming now. Maybe once I fully transform, my eyes will get better. It's a Pleiades pleading for your soul. They're going to turn your reptilian heart back. Do you hear them? Yeah. Get away from me. You know, the more I hear this, the more it really does sound like the battle between good and evil, angels and demons. It It's almost like the same story, just told a different way. Well, then where... So, the origin of the Bible, then. What came first? The Archons and the Reptilians? Or uh, the Archons and the Pleiades? Or the Bible? I don't know. The one thing said the Pleiades were kicking around the Earth for 79,000 years. No, no, no. That was the Archon, wasn't it? was one uh, of them. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. But when... I don't know when the when the Bible came about. Um, Lord, I'm, I'm changing. <laughs> was the Bible not uh, hair over 2,000 years ago? Uh, you got <laughs> me, man. I, I really don't know. Well, come on. Jesus was 31 B.C. or something? Wasn't Jesus like 30 when the whole crucifixion went down? Uh, yeah, around there, I guess. And A.D. is after... Death. B.C. is before Christ, and then A.D. is after after death, or is it after dissension? Like, he went to hell first, and then... After death, I think it is. Well, there you go. So, it was so it was right around that time, they were like, oh, shit, we gotta write this story. There, I mean... Get started. There's a ton of theories that, and if my mom hears this, she will kill me. But that God and Jesus were aliens, and angels were aliens, and demons were aliens, and that I mean, <clears throat> there's there I mean, there's parts of the Bible that says I don't know if it was God or Jesus or who came down on a chariot of fire, which would look like a UFO coming down uh-huh. to to them, I assume. Right. I don't know. I think there's a connection between. Hold on a second. I think I got it. Jehovah unmasked. Well, that sounds fun. True identity of the Bible God revealed. Well, I mean, if it's on the internet, it's got to be true. Yeah, it's in a PDF and everything. Oh, boy. <laughs> there is a 204-page PDF, and um, I'm going to start reading it right now. Maybe. Yeah, why don't you read the whole thing? <laughs> Front to back, word Including for word. the table of contents. Chapter 24, where to go from here. Chapter 20, Jehovah's Agenda. What? Chapter 17, Donald Duck and Jehovah? All right. <laughs> this is going to be... <laughs> <laughs> Where did you find that at? I was... On CartoonNetwork.com? <laughs> uh, I heard on last podcast on the left, they were talking about the Archon, and they talked about the series, and the Archons are actually the Jehovah that we know as the Jehovah Witness people. Really? Yeah. And then all I did was search Archon... Jehovah. And this PDF came up. Chapter 1, The Christian Conundrum. And then, uh, just looking through the chapters, and for some reason, Chapter 17 is Donald Duck and Jehovah. See, that one's I'm gonna have to call bullshit on the whole thing if we got that chapter in there. The chapter right after that, Chapter 18, Adolf Hitler and Jehovah. <laughs> so, if we skipped the whole Donald Duck one, I would have been more on board? I don't know why Donald Duck got involved. I guess we can find out in a future episode. When I... Do an audiobook of this whole Jehovah Unmasked. Yeah, that's next week. He's going to read it. Does the Bible really say there is only one God? Or does it say that many gods exist? Did Almighty God really create this material world? <laughs> <laughs> God 
God is not all good. <gasps> I said it. If yeah, God is better. not powerful, then God is not all good. If God is all good, then God is not all powerful. Either God wants to eliminate evil but is not powerful enough, or God is powerful enough to eliminate evil but does not want to do so. Oh, shit. We're getting some territory here, boy. I'm downloading that. I'm that, keeping that. It's like that, uh, the paradox that said, I'm paraphrasing, I don't have it in front of me, but it's something like, um, if God is all powerful, God is, he's all powerful, so he could make something that he could not control. But if he couldn't control it, then he wouldn't be all powerful. Right. It's like that, you know, those weird paradoxes. We could probably do a whole episode on paradoxes. There's a ton of them. You know, I'm not done with the uh, features of a reptilian. Let's hear it. Well, I asked you if you had your ESP. I'm working on it. UFO connections? Yeah, I've seen them. Now, uh, how about your love of space and science? I love it. Oh, yes. A sense of not belonging to the human race? Well, I'm sitting in my basement now. Away from, uh, away, away from everybody. Yes. Deep so. compassion for fate of mankind. You know, the wrestler. How do you feel about him? Mick Foley? Mankind? How's your compassion for his fate? I wasn't a big fan of that sock thing he did. That was, yeah, it was a little rough. How about that thing? But, but you're not... No, you're not I don't... I, I don't that, so. I'm, I'm not too passionate about that. All right. How about your psychic abilities, which kind of goes along with ESP? So, there's a redundancy. Do you have unexplained scars on your body from your reptilian transformations? Well, I have had nights where I had too much to drink, and I don't remember getting cut the night before. So, yeah, some of them are unexplained. And how do electrical appliances react around them? Do you have the capability of disrupting them? Yeah, it's actually it's kind of funny you say that. <laughs> no, it isn't. No, Honestly, it when I drive, like, when I'm driving down the road, there street lights literally shut off when i'm near them not all of them but too many my dad is the same way when we get near a street light there's a good chance that thing's going to turn off uh, yeah <laughs> i know it i know it sounds crazy am i reptilian <laughs> i'm getting scared now maybe i'm one of them we're, we're getting we're getting there and the last feature is alien contact your eyes aren't really green are they they're not really hazel you have alien contacts <laughs> What would they look like? Aliens. Like I don't know. Wasn't there? Did you say? Did you say it, or did I hear it from somebody else? Did you just say it? I didn't have that much vodka. They put some put lenses in their eyes to make it look like they have pupils. Yes, I said that. That was the Nordics, correct? That was, that was forty minutes ago, probably. <laughs> yeah, my God, this is going on. I still have one more race to talk about. Let's get into it. So, all right. So this race are known as the Blue Avians. Oh, man. I have care- no idea. I've got nothing. That, this is all you. I'm, I'm just reacting. I've got nothing. I first heard about these a long time ago, uh, years ago, on a YouTube video I stumbled across. And if I n- remembered the YouTube video, I would plug it right now, but I don't. Um, but they carry a message of peace and hope for humanity. The Blue Avian species exists beyond the confines of space and time. It is believed that these creatures have visited Earth for millennia. The, this cat, Corey Good, is one of the main con- contactees of the Blue Avians, also mm-hmm. known as the Sphere Alliance. According to Corey, uh, they recently returned to our planetary system. Uh, this is a quote by him. Their message urges humans to help themselves, stating that ascension can only be reached by humanity solving its own problems. So these... Let me skip down to my notes here. These beings do appear physically as blue, bird-like creatures. This is only one aspect of their dimensional nature, perhaps adopted to bring comfort to beings within our density. Now, density is like uh, like a spiritual awakeness. We're third density, and at, according to this guy, they are between six and nine. Oh, I don't... so when Samuel Jackson calls you a dense motherfucker... He's actually, that's a compliment. Yeah, unless he's talking about, like, first dimension, then that's, like, bacteria. What? Yeah, allegedly. (laughs) But the the very interesting thing about these, the god Ra, I think it was an Egyptian, yeah, Egyptian god, a blue avian-like creature, uh, appeared throughout humanity mythology. Uh, It was pictured as a bird-headed being. Okay. Also, Thoth. Have you heard of Thoth? Ra was accompanied by Thoth, 
upon his solar barge, carrying the sun across the sky each day and laying it to rest at night. Thoth was an integral god within Egyptian mythology, maintaining the universe, solving disputes, and developing systems of writing, magic, and science. He is pictured as an ibis-headed man. Uh, The god Abgal. Many other world cultures have myths of bird-headed beings, including the Sumerian god Abgal. This ancient god was said to have given humanity its first moral code, as well as the arts and crafts important to Sumerian culture. And All the Egyptian gods. Well, not just Egyptian, because here we go. In the Hindu religion, Garuda is a divine being with the head and wings of an eagle. He is said to be sworn enemy of Naga serpent race and is the steed of the god Vishnu. So all these ancient societies have these bird-like gods. Do any of these, do any of the Blue Avians show up in uh, Native American culture? Yeah, actually, you know what? I didn't even copy that down. Because, I mean, they were on the other side of the earth when everybody else was doing their thing in Egypt and India, right? Yeah, they're, I think it's, I want to say it's Apache. Like the helicopter. Yeah, I think exactly like that. <laughs> That's a different kind of avian. Man, I wish, I really wish I could find it. It There is a Native American culture that speaks of them. They have a, a god that is a bird. Well, they have the totem poles and all that, so... And the top of the thinking? totem poles is always like an eagle, right? Right, exactly. Which is, I mean, the totem pole doesn't have... Like the top, like that's hierarchy, correct? Yeah. <clears throat> so you remember I was telling you about um, how we've been protected? Yeah. So this says these new sphere beings, which are, they are considered sphere beings for whatever reason, uh, have not only created an energetic blockade around Earth, but have also done so around our entire entire solar system. They are a nonviolent group of beings who have brought assistance mainly in the form of a message. What is that message? Do you know? I do have that message, but it's quite long. Uh, basically, to paraphrase, it's a, basically it's uh, be good to one another, be good to yourself. Uh, it'll change the vibration of the planet, the quote-unquote shared consciousness of humanity, and change humanity one person at a time. Uh, the Blue oh, yeah. Avians... Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Mr. Rogers the whole time. Was he one? A blue avian or a sphere being? I think they're the same thing. But here they they also gave a warning with this message. Uh, they had tried to deliver this message three other times, and it had been distorted by humanity. They made it very clear that this is important and was not to become a cult or religious movement, nor was I. This is coming from Corey Good. Okay. Nor was I to put myself, my ego, before the message or elevate myself to a guru status. Anyone who does so should be avoided and held accountable, including myself. Oh. So, I don't know. That makes sense, though. I mean, if it becomes a cult or a religious movement, that means one guy is in charge or one just, it just needs to be spread out. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I don't know if there's any... One love, me brother. One love. <laughs> One love. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. These are the greatest people have actually seen, allegedly. Reptilians, I mean... Well, I... Who knows? They could live in the earth. They could be drinking our water on television. Yes. They could be involved in Pizzagate. They could be on the other side of the, the mic right now. Don't broadcast this. <laughs> Delete this podcast. Whoa, what happened? You gonna make it? You back? Yeah, yeah, I just I blocked out for a minute. What happened? You know the thing when you start recording, it freaked out. It freaked out. Yeah. So I don't know, man. What do you think about all these aliens? You know, I did. Uh, I was talking earlier, and I really, I, I don't know what people think about aliens, but I feel like a disclosure is coming. Because I just saw an advertisement for a new show called Contact by ex-CIA people aiming to prove aliens exist. CIA people? Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot of this alien stuff going on right now, and I feel like it's the government trying to give us a soft 
you know, like a, a little a, a pillow to kind of ease us into it. Oh, I like Cause it. Because if they said in the 50s, like, yeah, there's aliens and uh, they're all over the place, people would lose their minds. Now, my son, he loves Ben 10, and that's all about this little kid turning into aliens. So slowly introduce all this stuff into the culture so that we are sensitized or desensitized? Desensitized. Desensitized to the beyond culture. Yes. So when they do finally say, yeah, they're out there and, you know, we've seen them and, you know, we'll just be like, yeah, we kind of figured. I saw them on that Netflix show. Mm-hmm. I saw them on a cartoon. My son, he's hitting a watch, turning <laughs> himself into forearms or whatever. Accelerate. <laughs> I don't know. So we're looking at a soft desensitization. What? I can't even say anymore. Desensitized. Yeah, we're being desensitized. Soft introduction. Soft disclosure. Through mass media that people are all about. That the CIA controls anyway. And that's that's a heavy theory. I like it. Yes, sir. So I I don't know. What do you what do you think about all these aliens, man? You think any of them are true? I don't think it's not true. There's something out there, whether we're getting messages from light year, 500 light years away, or they live among us in whatever shapes they take, or they were elder gods, gods of the past, something. I think there's something more. Yeah. I think I'm a little more on the believing end than you. I don't know if I necessarily, like, if I necessarily believe in all of them. I think there's, like I said, the universe is huge. Right. There's there's got to be something else out there, and there's a lot of ancient texts, the Bible, the Sumerians. Uh, I I even think the Quran is pretty close to the Bible, if I'm not mistaken. That mention, you know, it all talks about these angelic beings, which could be the Nordics, and these demons, which could be reptilians, could be the Argons. Archon. Archon. So. I guess my skepticism lies in the fact that we talked about how many different kinds here, but why has there only been a select number to have contact? Why do they, these beings that have this immense technology, this immense power, are only contacting our government officials and nobody else knows about it? Or are we that blind to it? Have we been blinded to it? I don't know. I guess that's up, I don't know, just something to think about. And the listeners, they can think about, they can duck, duck, go, anything they want, because we don't Google here. No. And if they're interested in it, they can look it up. But I, I'm going to go on, I'll be on Dan Aykroyd's side. I, when I, he had the interview with last podcast on the left. Regardless if it's true or not, it's an amazing story. It's an amazing thing to look at, all these potential things out there, whether they're malevolent or benevolent vying for our attention are we just an experiment like there was just somebody that said okay here's some human race we're gonna cook them up here on this planet and we're gonna head on back out see you in the Hebrew cluster i don't know just leaving them here or did somebody did one of these alien beings come here and just park it and we're all the offspring how about that one i don't know man i really don't know the forebearers, the forerunners are gone. It's possible. There's a lot of stuff that's possible. A lot of stuff that we don't understand. Just like the blue avians. They could be 100% real. We just can't perceive them. They there could be. A, I mean, why hasn't there been another cataclysm with the Earth yet? Very good point. And we have detected a, a thing, the... Well, if you want to break it, put it down into a scientific term, it's the heliosphere. It's the very, very outer reaches of the sun. And that's where I think there's an asteroid belt or something. There's stuff out there that we don't know. Did we fuck stuff up when we sent Voyager out there? I don't know. Maybe they just let it pass because they knew it was us. (laughs) Look at these silly humans. (laughs) (laughs) Me, George, that's it. (laughs) Or they're just rocking out to... uh, I think there was a gold record that was on Voyager. Yeah, there was. Isn't it the Beatles and all that? I don't know what's on it. God, I hope they didn't put Yellow Submarine on there. So you're going on record as being a Beatles hater? No, just not a fan of Yellow Submarine. Nah. <laughs> all right. Well, I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know what else to say about this. I don't either. 
But that's that's what we've learned. Dig and dig yeah. and dig. Who do you want? Do you want do you want the Pleiadians? You know the Archons? They're demons. No, I don't want. No, I don't want the who Archons. Do want, who who do you want to have drinks with? You may have already had drinks with reptilians. The I don't know. Let's go blue avians. They seem pretty cool. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, that's where we'll end it. We're gonna go hang out with the blue avians at the diner at the end of the universe. What about me? <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll catch you guys next time. Yep. We'll bring back the weird. That's right. We always do. We are now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public. That's one of them. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts. We're all over the place now. So just basically duck, duck, go bring on the weird and you will find us on Twitter and Facebook and just fill in the blank with bring on the go or bring on the weird and <laughs> bring on the go. <laughs> Bring we're also you'll find us. We're on Instagram as well, uh, although I don't really know what to put on there. Pictures, it's hard to do. But we are on there, so you can follow us there too as well. We can put links to the episodes. Like That's we can that. definitely post some pictures of some blue avians. That's what we'll do. Before so, this episode goes out, we'll do, or when it goes out, we'll do blue avians. Yeah, we need to gather some material. Okay, well, that's it. That's it. Have a good night. Talk to you next time. Or a good day. Stay weird. <laughs>